0: From the studios of CCTV in Cambridge, Massachusetts, Cambridge vintage mystery players are pleased to present the vexatious vanishing vaudeville villainy. In their previous cases, the Marshall sisters have gone undercover in the chocolate dipping room at a candy factory. Smashed music boxes looking for important clues. and wrangled cows and sheep (laughs) at a suffrage rally in Boston Common. They may be facing their toughest case yet at Central Square's popular scenic Temple Vaudeville Theatre. While audiences enjoy dancing acts, music shows, and comedians, sinister happenings are occurring backstage. Can the Marshall sisters and their intrepid assistant, Tommy McAllister, sleuth out the secrets of this venerable venue? Now oh, I'm looking over, a poor leaf that
1: I'm
0: September 7th, 1927, Act 1, Scene 1, Marshall Detective Agency, Cambridge. What time is it? 3.10.
2: Ten minutes later than the last time you asked. I'm sorry, sis. I am going nuts sitting around this office waiting for a client to call or come in. That candy case a couple of months ago didn't bring us any new business because everything had to be kept on the QT.
3: Let me out!
2: Let me out! Do you hear that noise? It sounds like it's coming from the closet, but who would be in there?
3: I guess I fooled you, eh?
4: (sighs) That was you, Tommy? But I thought you were out in the front office ready to greet our many clients.
3: I sent away for this booklet on vaudeville ventriloquism and five easy lessons. It cost me a dime, but it was worth it. It certainly was, but how did you get interested in ventriloquism? My cousin Fiona's part of the vaudeville show playing this week at Scenic Temple right here in Central Square.
4: Right. I've seen their new advertisements in the Chronicle about high-class vaudeville, whatever that's supposed to mean. What does Fiona do in the show?
3: She and her brother have a magic act. He pulls rabbits out of a hat and saws her in half. Sometimes she does her own clairvoyant act because she can see into the future.
2: Clairvoyant? She must be a fake like that Madame Varetsky we keep running across in our cases. Or whatever she's calling herself now.
3: (laughs) Fiona's no fake. She's been able to read minds since she was a kid. Just like her grandmother in Ireland could. It runs in our family.
2: (laughs) Well, it's a good thing you didn't inherit that gift, Tommy. Or you'd know that I'm thinking... You should be spending your time studying arithmetic and reading instead of ventriloquism. Remember, we offered you this part-time job after school at the detective agency in exchange for your promise to study hard and do well.
3: But this vaudeville show may mean a new case for the agency. Fiona got tickets for the whole family last night and the show was amazing. There were dancers, acrobats, comedians, and a snake charmer. They also had a countess or something of them. Fiona said her act was a lot of applesauce.
4: A new case? We certainly could use the business. Things have been quiet around here since we solved the candy factory case a few months ago.
3: I miss all the free candy from that job.
2: <laughs> Tommy, remember that you weren't supposed to be eating the candy, and also, that
4: job prevented you from going to school. Never mind that right now. What's the job, Tommy.
3: To the scenic temple with me and Fiona, and we can tell you yourself. Why not? It's just a few blocks from here to Temple Street. Oh, I'm looking over
0: a poor leap
5: over that
6: I
0: overlooked before. Scene two: Scenic Temple Vaudeville Theater, Central Square, Cambridge.
6: Sugarfoots, one,
4: two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. The
3: spirits are with us tonight. La,
0: la, 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 Take my wife, please.
3: Hi, Fiona. These are the dames, I mean, ladies, that I told you about. They're the cats, meows, and the best detectives in the world. Nice to meet you, Mrs. Marshalls. I heard so much
4: about you from Tommy and Cousin Anne. The whole family really appreciates everything you've done for them. Oh, please, Fiona. Call us Louise and Alice. You're practically family to
2: us now that Tommy works for us every day after school.
4: And we certainly not got to know Anne pretty well in our last case. Now we get a postcard from her every week. She's traveling across the US and around the world with mother and Auntie May, supporting better conditions and pay for workers.
2: The last one was from the Taj Mahal in India. It must be fun to do so much traveling.
4: Take it from me, it gets pretty tiring getting from Kalamazoo to Chicago on an overnight train and doing two shows the next day. But it is fancy in all kinds of places. How long have you been in vaudeville? Since I was a kid. My sisters and I had a singing and dancing act called the Wee Colleens. We did pretty well until we weren't wee anymore. Janet and Laura retired from showbiz and worked in the candy factory until they got married. But I've got showbiz in my blood and can't imagine settling down in one place. Tommy told us that you and your
2: brother have a magic act.
4: Good afternoon, all! And here he is in person, the great Shazamo, also known as my brother Tim. Tim, meet Alice and Louise Marshall, Tommy's employers.
0: Pleased to meet you ladies. Yes, I've performed in many acts under different names, including Fingers the San, Finger Sam, the Piano Man, <laughs> and Mr. Malone in a crosstalk comedy act. But, as Fiona says... On this tour, I'm the great Shazamo. And Fiona is kindly acting as my assistant, instead of displaying her clairvoyance talents.
4: Yeah, there's already a so-called clairvoyant on the bill. Countess Raviniski, or... And if she's the real McCoy, I'll eat my Sunday go-to-meeting hat with all the flowers on it. She uses fakers, tr- every fakers trick in the book with the help of her assistant something familiar about her assistant. But that's not why I asked Tommy to bring you here. All Tommy told us was that you had a case for us. What's the story? I keep hearing tapping in the theater.
3: I heard this place was haunted by a headless ghost with blood all over him.
4: Every theater in every town in America claims to be haunted. It helps to bring more people in.
3: The scenic Temple one is supposed to be an actor who was murdered on stage during the... Mac- Don't say it!
0: Show people consider mentioning the Scottish play by name in a theater, Bad Luck. Even though Fiona and I aren't superstitious, we figure it's best to be safe.
4: <laughs> Back to the strange noises. Would a long-dead actor know how to tap out S.O.S. repeatedly using Morse code because that's what this ghost keeps doing. Where and how often have you heard this tapping? I've heard it when I'm backstage in the dressing room and also during Countess Ravenisky's rehearsals, which is strange because I know she's a fake, so she isn't connecting with any spirits or ghosts, especially ones who know Morse code. Did you hear the tapping too, Tim?
0: Yes, but I don't know Morse code, so to me it didn't seem like anything beyond pipes or other theater noises.
4: So how do
3: you know Morse code, Fiona?
4: No time to tell you now. That was the bell meaning that Mrs. Myers wants to see all the actors on stage right now so we can get ready for the matinee. I'll come to the office after the show. Come on, Tim, get a wiggle on. The big cheese doesn't like to be kept waiting. And there's a reason they call her the toughest manager on the circuit. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.
1: Bye. Now I'm looking
5: over, a poor leap over, that I overlooked
6: before.
0: Scene three, outside Scenic Temple. Look, here comes Jimmy Morrison. Hi, Alice. Hi, Louise. What brings you to the scenic temple?
4: Hi, Jimmy. We may have a new case. How about you?
0: My editor wants me to do a story called Are Motion Pictures Killing Vaudeville? It's supposed to get some... I'm supposed to get some interviews with audience members and performers to see what they think.
2: Well, if Clara Bow keeps making pictures like it, it'll be hard to get people to go to see live shows. And how.
0: Well, gotta scram. Alice, I'll call you later, okay? Remember, you said you'd have dinner with me this Saturday.
2: Goodbye. Goodbye. (laughs) He sure is sweet on you, sis. I wouldn't be surprised if you two were middle-isling it sometime soon.
4: Oh, I don't think so.
2: Why not? He's a great guy, and he even believes in the agency and your talent as a detective. You do like him, don't you?
4: Poor, some goofy about him. And you're right. He's nice and respects my work as a detective, too. I'd have to be a sap not to like him. It's just... It's
2: just that you feel guilty about George, right? You know he would want you to be happy and not spend your whole life mourning his death.
4: I, hmm? I know he would, but still...
2: But still, you feel guilty. I, I know. I, I would still feel guilty about John... Even though he's been dead for ten years, you know, if I met someone new, and. But the chances of that seem pretty slim.
4: I don't know. The great Shazamo seemed pretty taken with you when he met you in Fiona's dressing room.
5: Oh,
0: I'm looking over a poor leaf over that I overlooked before. Two, scene one, Marshall Detective Agency, Cambridge.
3: Come in, Fiona. This here is a real live detective detective agency.
4: Hi, Fiona. How did the matinee go? And did you hear from your ghost? Hi, Alice. Hi, Louise. The matinee went pretty well. There were some acts that deserved the Bronx cheer, like that fake clairvoyant Countess whatever her name is. But I heard the Morse code message again during her act. How do you know Morse code? I was a hello girl during the Great War. A hello girl? What's that? Women who served in the army signal corps as switchboard operators in France. We connected the commanders at the front to headquarters. One of the things we learned in our training was Morse code.
3: That sounds like the bee's knees. Did you have to get? Uh, did you ever get to carry sh- guns and shoot at the enemy? Did any, anyone ever shoot at you? What about cannons? Did you get to shoot cannons?
4: No, Tommy, we weren't fighting. But our headquarters were on fire once, and we kept doing our jobs until our captain demanded that we evacuate. That must have been terrifying. You were really brave to do that job. At the time I signed up, it seemed like an exciting adventure and a way to help save the world. That's how it seemed for most of the men who enlisted, too. But so many of them didn't make it back. Like my fiancé. We understand. Louise and I lost our fiancés in the war, too. I'm sorry. But enough of this glum chum chatter. The main reason I came to see you is that I've gotten both of you jobs in the show tonight so you can investigate the ghost with me. (laughs) Performing? (laughs) On stage? That's right. Performing on stage. Why do you look so shocked?
2: Uh, We were brought up to think that it wasn't ladylike to perform in public, even though I think that's a lot of baloney now, I still feel a little as though that Mrs. Worthington Witherspoon is going to be scrutinizing me through her lorgnette and clucking her tongue about those Marshall girls.
4: That and the fact that we've been, that I, we both have two left feet and our singing voices caused our music teacher to suggest that we try playing piano instead. Two left feet, eh? That could be a problem for your role, Alice, with Dolly's Dancing Darlings. But I'm sure you can pick up the routine during the rehearsal. Dancing Darlings? Are you kidding me? Jimmy tried to dance with me as little as possible when we go out because his toes can't take me stepping on them all the time. No way am I going to do this, even to help solve the case.
2: Come on, sis. Don't make such a big deal out about, about this. Fiona's right that we just have to have a good excuse for being backstage, so we'll just have to play whatever role she's found for us.
4: I am glad to hear you say that, Louise, because you're going to take my place as the great Shazamo's assistant tonight so I can snoop around during the show. You don't mind being sawed in half, do you? (laughs) Sawed in half? Uh, I mean, of course I know he won't really be sawing me in (laughs) half but uh like you said sis we shouldn't make a big deal about this and just play the role that fiona has assigned us louise you should be flattered that tim asked especially for you to play his assistant i think he may be stuck on you just be glad the knife thrower quit last week tommy this is your lucky day the ventriloquist who was on the bill didn't show up so you get to take his place
3: that's well, Fiona. I better go practice. Miss Marshall, now that I have a job in vaudeville, do I still have to go to school?
6: Now
5: oh, I'm looking over a poor leap over that I
6: overlooked
0: before. <laughs> Scene two, scenic temple vaudeville theater. No, no. No! <laughs> L- ladies and gentlemen, as you can see, I've just sawed my lovely assistant in half.
6: Oh, no! No! Poor! He that.
0: And yet now, I tap three times on the box with my magic wand. <fartful> and presto change she's back in one piece again.
4: Ladies and gentlemen, our next act this evening just returned from consultations with the crown heads of Europe. Countess Ravenisky, clairvoyant extraordinaire. She communicates with the spirit world to see into the future and sees all about the past.
7: She's who writes this stuff. There is one among us tonight who is troubled. Her name is Mary.
4: My name is Mary? Countess, do you have a message for me from my husband, Robert?
7: Mary, it is I, Robert. I have been watching over you from heaven.
4: Robert, I knew you wouldn't forsake me, even in death.
7: I, I, I must go, Darling. Remember, I'm watching over you always.
6: Wait! Don't go! Robert! Ah. Ah.
7: Silence, please. Another spirit wishes to communicate. This message is coming through in writing. Susan? This message is for Susan. I'm Susan. That's me. Over here. Countess. This Susan has a husband who is a banker. My husband is a banker.
0: Susan, sit down. Don't make a spectacle of yourself.
7: I see ruin and desolation all around. Money is disappearing. People jumping from skyscrapers. Windows. That's enough!
4: Bring the curtain down on that crazy dame now,
7: Johnny! Two years from now, 1929, the spirits know all and they
4: see all. And now, ladies and gentlemen, straight from Broadway in Schenectady, the Scenic Temple is proud to present Thollies Dancing Darlings.
0: Scene three, Scenic Temple Vaudeville Theater, backstage after the show.
4: Fiona, did you hear the Morse code again during the show? Yes. It was during the Countess's Act again, and it was an SOS message. I heard it two times. What are we going to do to find the ghost? I replied to the SOS message, calling whoever it is, sending it to meet us. Telling whoever it is, sending it to meet us tomorrow morning in the secret passage that goes from my dressing room out to Temple Street. We'll go there after we get notes on the show from Mrs. Myers. Notes? Oh, yes. Mrs. Myers is famous, or infamous, on the circuit for her to show notes. Just hide in the back and pray she doesn't call on you. Shh, here she comes. Well, well, well. That was quite a show tonight, and I don't mean that as a compliment. I wish we could use the hook here like they do in Brooklyn to get some lousy acts off the stage. But now that we're advertising ourselves in the Chronicle as a high-class joint, we can't do that kind of thing anymore. Maybe the Bronx cheer would still be okay. Dolly! Yes, Mrs. Myers? What's the name of the new girl on the left in the back row? Alice, Mrs. Myers. Mm. She doesn't have two left feet. She has three Dolly, get rid of it tonight, or you and your darlings can just dance out the door. Got it? People come here to the scenic temple to see classy dancing, not girls tripping over themselves. This is Cambridge, not Lowell. Oh, and now that we're a high-class joint, and you better have the girls take down their skirt hems a couple of inches, we'll have the city council all over us like a cheap suit. Got it, Mrs. Myers. Alice is out, and hems are down. Good. Now, shazam Your act doesn't stink too bad, but where did you get that new assistant? She dropped the rabbit and got the scarves tangled around her legs and almost fell out of the saw box. People come to the scenic temple to be mystified, not to feel sorry for the acts.
0: Sorry, Mrs. Myers. She was just helping out tonight because my usual assistant was indisposed.
4: Well, make sure your regular assistant is back for tomorrow's matinee, or presto chango, I'll make you and your act disappear. You got that? Yes, Mrs. Myers. Where's the mind reader? Empress, what's her name?
7: Countess Ravanisky, please, madame. And I am a clairvoyant, not a mind reader.
4: Countess, my Aunt Fanny. Listen to me, toots. If you want to keep your spot on this bill, you better cut out all that bad news from your act.
7: But but the spirits, I cannot control them. I cannot control them. You darn well better control the
4: spirits or you'll be on the train to Lowell before you can say, I see a tall, dark, and handsome stranger in your future. People come to the scenic temple to get some good news from you, not to get scared about some ridiculous ruin and desolation prediction for two years from now in 1929. You fortune tellers are a dime a dozen, and I can fill your spot so fast your head'll spin. Fortune teller? I have
7: served the crown heads of Europe. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. Put it in your crystal ball. Where's the new ventriloquist, kid?
3: Here, Miss Miles.
4: You got something, kid. And I'm never wrong about these things. I'm moving you up on the bill starting tomorrow.
3: Thank you, Miss Miles. <laughs>
5: looking over a poor leap
6: over that i overlooked
0: before act three scene one scenic temple vaudeville theater secret passage
3: how did you discover the secret passage fiona
4: the last time we played this theater i had a lot of free time between acts and i did some exploring
3: it's a good thing we left Tim behind to keep watch up the entrance I sure wouldn't want Miss Myers to find us down here.
4: You shred it, Wheat.
3: Fiona? Uh, is that you?
4: Yes. And who are you? Come on, cut out the ghost acts. It's
2: Barbara from Peoria. Remember
4: me from the Hello Girls days? Little Barbara from Peoria? Of course I remember you. You had never been away from home before, and you brought your teddy bear with you to France. But what are you doing here in the scenic temple? You can't be part of one of the acts. I'm Madam, I mean Lady, I I mean
2: Countess, Ravineski's assistant. I help her with some of the sounds and other
4: things in her act. Oh, I get it. You make the sounds that make the saps in the audience think the spirits are communicating.
2: Well, yes, but the Countess truly believes that she can contact the spirits, so I'm helping her, too.
3: That's how you were able to get all of those S.O.S.'s and Morse code through to Fiona. By making them all seem part of the act. But why couldn't you just talk to her backstage? Because the Countess is is very protective and, and doesn't let me out of her sight.
2: She's afraid that what happened to her in Peoria will happen to me.
4: Peoria? But that's where you're from. You told us your mother died and your father brought you up alone. But now you're traveling around with the Countess. Well, the Countess... The Countess is my mother and she doesn't know
2: it. My dad always told me that she was dead, but recently I learned that they had met when she was coming through town with the show and they got married and had me. But my mother, she couldn't stand being the wife of a grocer in Peoria, so she joined up with the traveling show when I was a baby
4: and never came back. Barbara, that's so sad. I mean, I know what it's like to have showbiz in your blood, but I don't think I would leave my baby behind. Well, that's what she did, and
2: now that I've found her, I want to let her know who I am.
3: So why all this fine stuff? Why didn't you just tell her?
4: I want the spirits to tell her. The spirits? Oh, I get it. You want to make it part of the act. Because she believes spirits really communicate with us. Right, right.
2: But I'll need your help, Fiona. And yours too, Tommy. I saw your ventriloquist act tonight, and it was really good.
3: Gee, thanks.
2: We'd better get back to the theater before Mrs. Myers catches us down here. So, here's what I need you to do. We all need...
5: looking
0: over a worldly over, that i overlooked before scene 2 scenic temple vaudeville theater on stage
7: are the spirits with us tonight rap 3 times if you have a message for someone here
3: It is I, Little Feather.
7: Little who? Oh, yes, yes, Little Feather. Who are you here for?
3: I am here for you, Countess.
7: For me?
3: There was one tonight who hasn't seen you for 18 years and her heart is heavy. She is from Peoria.
7: 18 years?
3: Peoria, but that must mean. Yes, it is your Doba, Donald, Bobrat. Barbara. Barbara, yeah. <laughs> here.
6: Yes, Mother. Oh,
2: where? Johnny, get those curtains closed now. Yeah! <laughs> oh, I'm looking over
1: a
5: poor leaf
0: Scene three, Marshall Detective Agency.
3: So, the Countess really believed that I was a spirit called Little Feather.
2: Yes, you convinced her, Tommy. Once the curtains were closed, we were able to talk backstage, and she was so happy to see me. So, what happens now?
4: Are you hot footing it back to Peoria together?
2: Oh, no. Mother wants me to continue assisting her with the act, and she thinks I have clairvoyant gifts like her, so she wants to train me, and... To be honest, Peoria isn't the most exciting
4: place in the world. Sounds like you've been bitten by this showbiz bug, Barbara. Welcome to the family! <laughs> Fiona and Tommy,
2: I don't know how to thank you. If it hadn't been for you understanding my Morse code messages and then helping me to communicate with Mother... None of this would have worked out.
4: Think nothing of it. We hello girls have to stick together. Come on in.
0: Thanks. Is this a private shindig or can anyone join in?
4: Hiya, Tim. Sawed my sister in half lately?
0: (laughs) Speaking of your sister, I was hoping to find her here so I could ask her to put on the Ritz with me tonight.
4: She should be back any time now, so you can ask her yourself. Jimmy and I are going to the juice joint tonight if you want to join us. Fiona, Barbara, you're welcome to put on your glad rags and join us too. And before you ask, I am not going to dance.
3: So, I guess now that I'm a professional ventriloquist, I don't have to...
4: Yes, you have to go to school.
2: Hi, everybody. What's the ruckus?
4: Hi, sis. We're just celebrating the end of the case and making plans to cut a rug tonight. That was an interesting
2: case, but technically we didn't really solve it. But we did get to see what happens backstage at a vaudeville show, get sawed in half, be part
4: of a dancing act. I guess I don't have a future as a hoofer, but we did have fun. And in between cases, I think I'm going to start writing a mystery series. Kind of like the Hardy Boys about a girl detective and her friends. Not sure if it will sell, but I'll sure have fun writing it.
1: Now oh, I'm looking
5: over, a poor leaf over, that I overlooked before.